0: From One World Trade Center, where we can't figure out a 401k, but we can fill out a fantasy lineup, welcome to the Golf Digest Fantasy Podcast.
1: Welcome back to the Golf Digest Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm Alex Myers. I'm joined once again by Joel Beal, and uh, we are here to break down the field at this week's at and Byron Nelson. Uh, This event takes place at uh, TPC Four Seasons Las Colinas out in the Dallas area. And, um, you know, it's not one of the best fields, but uh, they all count fantasy golf. Obviously, it's the week after the players, and uh, you know we got a busy stretch coming up. But I'm sure the good folks in Dallas are yeah, real happy yeah. about the way well, you know, I mean, I'm just just being honest here. But uh, well, no. well, Thanks for even coming in today. Yeah. After,
0: <laughs> as a lifelong member of the Church of Tiger, seeing your God Ooh. drown in the waters of Congressional, I, I didn't think we were going to see you again. So
1: That was a rough day. I, I definitely died a little inside. Uh, did that make
0: the front of USA Today?
1: It did. It made the front of USA Today, which uh, was a little much, I think. Right? But it's... Um, it, it it really was It was sad to see. and uh, yeah. Well, Tiger's not playing this week. We know this that is true. Really <laughs> He's around, playing so. for a while after that. But, uh, all right, let's move on. We will start kind of with our, our lineup, our studs of the week, so to speak. So, uh, Joel, I'll let you kick off. Who, who do you have leading your lineup?
0: Yeah, the, you know, one of the easiest and most common pitfalls in fantasy is to pick the hot name from the previous week. Case in point, someone in our league, I don't know if you saw, picked up Ken Duke, yeah, which, yeah. God bless him, I don't think Ken Dutz ever going to post another top five on the PGA Tour. <laughs> I, I, you know. I'm rooting for him. Yeah, who isn't? Yeah. It, um, however, that might be the reaction to this next pick, but I'm going Matt Kuchar, and it's not because mm-hmm. of his third place finish at Sawgrass. It, it's more of a body of work. Three top tens in his last five events, and that's not in, not including 11th place showing at Valspar just a few months ago. Um, he also does have some historical success here. Uh, finished tied for seventh in 2014 and tied for sixth in 2011. Uh, moreover... Nelson's not going to be confused with the U.S. Open setup. It you, you see a lot of low scores. I think Stephen Budge was at 18 under last year when he won. Cooch's um, 10th in scoring average this year. I, I think that ability to post red numbers will help this week.
1: Yeah, you know it was a classic Matt Coacher finish at players. You know backdoor, backdoor <laughs> top five out of nowhere. But no good. It was nice to see him playing well again. He obviously kind of he became this ATM. On the, of the PGA Tour for a few years, but he off to a slow start this year. But that he is playing well. You mentioned uh, the good success here. You also mentioned Steven Bonitz, which, by the way, has a defending champ ever gotten less love? I, I think I saw him listed at 250-1. Yeah, to one. One. Um, You mentioned he, he was – I think he, he broke the aggregate scoring record last year with the 259 total, and now he can't break 80, it seems. So pretty he amazing. I know he's yeah. had
0: injuries, um, which – you can definitely tell. I mean, this is the guy who was on the President's Cup team. Yeah, He, yeah. he has a, a very sound – or did have a very sound swing, and right now it's just you could tell, especially – I think he had a wrist injury, and you can definitely tell kind of the follow-through. There's no extension. and mm-hmm. it's You just feel bad for the guy because, by all accounts, is a pretty well-liked guy mm-hmm. among his members. So, I mean, hopefully he gets better, but just, yeah, it's, it's yeah. getting hard to watch.
1: Yeah, so long story short, I'm not picking Steven <laughs> for Steven <laughs> <laughs> this week. Uh, I'll kick it off with that. I will go with – a man who already won in Texas this year, Charlie Hoffman he won the Valero Texas Open just last month uh, also has four top tens here at TPC four seasons including a runner-up last year to Mr. Bodit. So that's my first guy. who else you got?
0: I'm going next with Jason Duffner who hmm. you know a quick glance at his results log it doesn't really pop out. It looks like he hasn't really done anything much of late which partially true however if you kind of dig deeper he's had signs of life the past few weeks. Um, that includes at Sawgrass, you know, his final standing was submarine by Saturday, which, let's be honest, a lot of guys struggle yes. with on Saturday Yes. Um, at, at Sawgrass. But, you know, really, take that 80 out. He would have been a top 10 guy. Um, I'm not saying he's going to be close to the top 10 player in the world he once was, um, but he did win here in the past, the 2012 tournament. Um, and then he also, and he's far from a one hit wonder, uh, finished tied for eighth last year along with another top 10 in 2011. I think Duff's a really good pick, and really since I have nothing else to add on Duffner, did you see that the Byron Nelson's giving out Jordan Speed bobbleheads this yes, week? Yes, I did. I
1: got one of them. They're they're the exact same as the ones that uh, the AT&T Pebble Beach gave out. He still looks like he's 45 years old, but uh, they changed the shirt. Uh, but that's exciting. If you're if you're in the area, you're one of the first 8,000 fans on Saturday, go out there and get a Jordan Speed bobblehead.
0: It kind of got me thinking what other bobbleheads tournaments can do going forward.
1: Duff? Uh, you want a Duff bobblehead?
0: Not necessarily a duh, stuff, but I was here's just a small list I brought on the elevator. On the oh, way down. okay. Uh, I think the Trailers Championship they could do a bubble Bubba bobblehead shaking his head at disgust at Ted Scott. Okay. From a couple of years ago, uh, the Barclays, which is at Bethpage this year, I think we could do a Sergio Garcia figure with a club that wiggles back and forth commemorate 2002 okay. U.S. Yeah. Open. I like it. Not sure what venue, but I think we definitely need a Miguel on Hel Jimenez bobble that you know imitating his famous warm up on the range. Okay. Especially that little knee shake. And then definitely at Hazel Team for the Ryder Cup, amp things up a bit. We need a Patrick Reed statue with a bobbing finger going back oh, and sure, forth on his sure. lips. Yeah. So if, there you go, golf promoters. I'll give you my wow. email. Send the check in the mail.
1: Wow, that's I like it. I like it. I, the more bobbleheads, the better. We just saw the John Daly one a couple <laughs> yeah, weeks ago. That was actually a really spot-on bobblehead. That was one of the best ones.
0: Almost jarring, really.
1: Uh, yeah, I've ever seen. Uh, I will go to my next pick, and I will go back to a. Masters of None team member, which, again, that's our, Joel and our fantasy team. We, we're not going to talk about what happened at the players because after our historic three-week winning streak, we, well, let's just say it stopped. But Scott Piercy was one of the few guys who played well for us last week, uh, T23 at TPC Sawgrass. He now has eight top 25s this year. So, you know, this is a guy who's been playing some pretty consistent golf uh, T5 here in 2013, also T15 in 2012. So plays this course pretty well. And uh, again, I just like that consistency. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping that he, he uh, gets our team going again.
0: He, he's someone that I don't think you ever expect to really win. Yeah. <laughs> but I think he's just, he's a solid, he's going to finish in the top 15, top 20, um, sometimes with those backdoor top five, top 10 finishes. Yeah. Piercy, I know he's not the most enticing name out there, but if you're just looking for a, you know, set it and forget it, I think Piercy is a, a really good pick. Who else you got? Next, I'm going Jimmy Walker, who Ooh. bit of a cold streak lately, missing the weekend in his past two it's tournaments. Bit
1: of a cold streak.
0: Um, yes. But it's also bylaw that any native Texan has to be mentioned as a favorite for a tournament in the Lone Star State. True. So, um, But to his credit, I think he does deserve mention on his own accord, uh, finished second at the Nelson last year, uh, inside the top 25 in driving distance. Even though his scoring average isn't great, I think it's distorted by a few rounds. It, that he ranks 14th in eagle average and 20th in birdies, I think is a better indicator of the mm-hmm. scores Walker can post. I, I think he's a very viable option this week.
1: Well, it's crazy. I happened to be following him at the Players on Friday, and he was one under through six holes. And later that night, I go, "Oh, I wonder what Jimmy Walker finished." And he he shot 81. He shot a he he. Stumbled in the next hole, and then he shot a 44 on the back nine. And And then
0: he had like three doubles on that Yeah, it's
1: weird because this is, you know, I mean, this is a Ryder Cupper. This is a solid, you know, five wins in the last two and a half seasons or whatever. So, yeah, maybe being back in Texas will help him. Speaking of native Texans, it's tough to pass on Jordan Spieth. I know this has not been his best stretch of golf, uh, including a miscut at TPC Sawgrass. But it's not a great field. Uh, this is an event that he was actually contending in when he was in high school, uh, and again, you know, you never know that maybe that the Lone Star vibes get him going. I know he said after his miss cut he was excited to come here, and that he hadn't he hadn't contended since he was 16 or 17, and I, I thought that was about the best humble brag I'd ever heard in my life. But um, I'm gonna take a reach on Jordan Speed. This is one of the few times I feel like he's not being talked about, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pick him up.
0: It is. I saw some power rankings earlier today, and I had him, like, outside the top ten, which yeah. you mentioned, Scott Piercey, God bless his heart, Scott Piercey right. should never be ranked ahead of Jordan Spieth right, right. under any circumstances, and, yeah, the miscut cut, not great, but again, the conditions at the players were kind of all over the place, and he did just finish second at the Masters a month ago. This isn't a yep. guy whose game's a total wreck by no. any means. So, yeah, I'm, I get the concern, and but trust me, the, a lot of guys would take Jordan Spieth's game right at the moment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, w- who you have for your fourth main stud fourth
0: guy i'm going with is tony finu who a little bit of a risky proposition a, a lot of folks were expecting finu to kind of build off his breakthrough 2015 campaign he, he did grab his first win this year at puerto mm-hmm. rico he's also been cut seven times in 12 events mm-hmm. and you know let's be honest the puerto rico comes with a caveat since it was an alternate event to mm-hmm. the cadillac championship uh, nevertheless i think he bounces back this week in dallas um he had a very strong debut last year he broke par all four days had a top 10 finish and the early forecast for Dallas week calls for rain which I think helps out big hitters mm-hmm. like you know, who, who ranks first on the Warren driving distance I think he's a sneaky good pick this week
1: it's funny you mentioned the rain last year they actually had such crazy rain they had to take uh I think it was the sixth hole it's a it's a long par four and they had to make it into a hundred yard hole and they actually counted it as a par four for most of the day and Gary Woodland made a ace so he had a hole in one on a par four for a few hours and they they changed it they made it a part three because i mean again it's 100 yards but anyway at least we hope we don't get that kind of rain this year but that can happen in this event with with some crazy storms um i'm going to finish out my studs with charles howell the third um he has been in the top 20 here the last five years i bet you didn't know that i, I, I mean, do now uh, and um <laughs> You're t- really proud t- of yourself, th- of that, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, T <laughs> like three in 2014. Well, anytime you can drop Charles Howell knowledge, you can pretty much, you know, assume that the other person's not going to know. So it's kind of you, you. feel good, uh, but anyway, that's my my four guys. What um, I guess who 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 are you not picking this week?
0: I'm staying away from Brant Snedeker and mm. a couple of reasons.
1: Ouch, that hurts. Yeah. One of our guys. I, I,
0: ex- exactly. You know, he finished sixth here last year, uh, but since winning at Torrey Pines earlier this year, he's just one top ten in stroke play. Um, missed two of the past three cuts. Uh, aside from his scrambling stats, most of the sabermetrics say there's really nothing special going on the mm-hmm. past two months. And again, if there's a cadence of disappointment, vexation, it's because Alex Knight own Snacker, who we d- somehow we drafted him before the Farmers Insurance, yet somehow that tournament didn't we didn't get right. credit for the win, yeah, which I still hasn't been totally explained to us. Yeah. Um, and since then, he's just been an utter failure. So total failure. Yeah, it's yeah. part well, of we it. We picked is, him ahead of Adam Scott too. So let's not bring yeah. that up. But mm. yeah, it's. I, I besides, aside from the personal abhorrence, I, I, I don't, I just don't like Seneca going in going this week.
1: Um, I'm going to stay away from Steven Bodich. No, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I already <laughs> really said that one. Okay. I'll, I'll pick someone else. I'll take Dustin Johnson. Um, he is one of the, obviously, the bigger names in this field, but I don't know what is up with him right now. I don't know if, if he's just kind of biding his time till the U.S. Open or what, but he. You know, he didn't come back at the Wells Fargo like he thought he would. He played whatever last week. I mean, at least he made the, the cut, I guess, but at, at the players, but nothing special. And um, I just don't know what the motivation level will be for him this week at the Byron Nelson. There, know.
0: There's definitely, you know, you could always say there's, just from appearance, it, it, this is very dangerous forever going down, but he does, at least in his game here a little bit apathetic right now, kind of coming forward. We yeah. haven't seen that, for now, granted, he's also not been a guy who shows his emotions honestly right, by any means. Right, right. Um, but, yeah, this, this year something just seems a little off with them, And, yeah, I, I, I kind of second that st- uh, sentiment. And, yeah, it's almost like we need to see it before we can really buy into a DJ right now.
1: Right, right. What um, Any other uh, thoughts from you this week?
0: Yeah, the, the, you know, just a, if you're looking for a one and none play this week, I, I like Ryan Palmer. Um, yeah. Three top tens and five Nelson appearances, um, including a spot in the playoff in 2011. Uh, made 12 straight cuts this year uh, after missing the weekend at the season-opening event. Um, also highlighted by a T4 at the Texas Open. Um, not an enticing name, but I'm just, if you're looking for mm-hmm. just a guy, a little off the beaten path, I think Ryan Palmer is someone you can grab.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm i going to stick with, for my one and done, I'm going to stick with Scott Piercy because I don't see myself using him really for any other tournament as a one and done. So I'm going to go with Scott. Uh, so it's kind of a double pick there with the, our, our fantasy team and, and the one and done. But, uh, yeah, again, just a consistent player and, uh, you know, Again, not the strongest field. Maybe this is the week that we we see him him get a win. But um, no, I like your picks. I, I especially like the Duffner pick because I was kind of impressed that he, he kind of has the gut going again. Duffner. He does. Yeah, he's got it going back again. I think that bodes well for him.
0: You know, I, I think. <laughs> I think I think it was our our, our friend Mr. Mike O'Malley mentioned. There's yeah. nothing wrong with the cheeseburger every once in a yeah, while. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It, it's he definitely seems to be a, a little jollier fellow. I think he bit. does.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so. it, yeah, he had a rough year last year, but he's I think he's doing better. He's on the way back. Um, so again, not the most exciting event this week, and and you know it's probably going to be a little more of the same next week with the uh, the Dean and Deluca Championship uh, invitational. 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 All right. Well, that used to be the Crown Plaza Invitational, so that makes sense. It is. Yeah, it's an Invitational. Somewhere, the Colonial. Somewhere it's the Dan Colonial. Jenkins hearing this and just rolling his yeah, ex- eyes. Exactly. <laughs> it, it's the Colonial. Um we'll, we'll have probably another field, not the greatest, because after that we start a very busy stretch with the Memorial. So Memorial,
0: then St. Jude, and then U.S. Open. How do, so, so how do you
1: tackle kind of a couple of weeks like this uh, when you're looking at the fantasy Well, you're schedule. looking at
0: the winners from last year, besides the aforementioned budget, You had Chris Kirk, who don't get me wrong, good player, you know, President's Cup guy, but let's be honest, I think he's in that second, third tier, guys. Mm-hmm. I think you really, in terms of picking, like you mentioned, there's not that top elite name out there. I think you want to start looking for those guys who've been logging the top 10s, the top 15s, just very consistent players, um, especially you also have to take it case by case. Colonial is a very different course from what they're going to be playing this week. So mm-hmm. this week I think you want to look, if you're just searching for guys besides the names we've mentioned earlier, look for a kind of a long hitter, um, someone who can go low. Next week I think you want to get someone who's right. more like a U.S. Open type right. Um right. That would be kind of the way I approach it.
1: Right. Yeah, no, definitely precision will be next week maybe a little more power this week, especially like you mentioned, if, if that rain comes in. So, Alright, well that's going to wrap it up for us today. Thanks for listening again. Good luck to all of you with your various fantasy teams. And uh, please send us your questions if you have any. We'd love to answer them on next week's podcast. Uh, you could reach us on Twitter at, at Joel M. Beal, that's J-O-E-L-M Beal, B-E-A-L-L or Alex Myers, and I'm at Alex Myers 3 on Twitter Uh, so anyway please send us your questions we'd love to answer them next week and thanks again for listening see you next week